0: I watched so little of the juniors that I didn't even know what they were. I thought it was like some bullshit showcase or something, and you guys had to tell me that they were happening.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I just punted on the whole tournament. I just wanted nothing to do with it, with the Hockey Canada news, and yeah, it just kind of felt gross if they were even participating. To be honest,
0: on the episode we just recorded, I um, I said how how fucking stupid it is that like. If you're a Russian 16-year-old, you count as a representative of your government. But if you're a Hockey Canada player, you don't count as a representative of Hockey Canada.
1: Well, Niro, Danilo Yurov has the launch codes. Um, <laughs> you know, so does Ivan Like He's giving marching <laughs> orders. And yeah, so you so. absolutely cannot condone that. And uh, they have to be punished. So I think it's perfectly reasonable.
2: I assume all these guys took photos of Ovechkin the when they were 12 years old. I'm got a sign stick yeah. and uh, I assume I assume that autograph contains some cryptic messages.
0: In fairness, the the Russian teenagers probably do have the launch codes because they're like the only ones left in Russia. <laughs> All the adults have been <laughs> sent, sent to the front lines. I assume yeah, I like the,
2: there's a Russian version of like Providence Healthcare where it's like privatized or so or I assume there's some <laughs> privatized yeah, nuclear proliferation thing where of like it's every and like like over here how uh if you know any rich people you find out they all have cottages, lake houses, etc. Cab cabins on the, on Salt Spring.
1: Enough about the BC NDP though, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but 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 uh, over there it's like somebody's rich oligarch uh, dad has has uh, a few dirty bombs in his pocket. <laughs>
0: Hi everybody! We're doing a quick uh, bonus episode of Roxy Fever here. Uh, Vyas, Elliot, and longtime friend of the show JD Burke are joining me from a beach. Uh, what beach? English Bay. Oh, as a matter of nice. Fact. Uh,
1: so we're pretty much right in the sake of it by the the Cactus Club, and ah, it's a very nice day. Having a grand we don't old believe time. this,
2: but we said let's meet up at the beach at six. That's all we said, and we all found we we all managed our way to
0: get to the same beach. That's crazy. I mean, I'm very gonna assume stuff. you said very risky. you said you were ju- uh, right in front of the Cactus Club. I'm gonna assume that's why you guys all just gravitated there.
2: No, oh, no, no. We're just saying well, that. Now. I, I always say Towards
1: fine cuisine. So, yes, I you know. mean
0: it, it. It it does feel appropriate for you guys to be doing this in front of a Cactus Club. Um,
1: I actually think I saw Andre Kuzmenko
2: with uh with Frankie too. So.
0: Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> Doing with some recon. Beauty.
2: Yeah, we're going to the Thierry for uh for hot chocolate after with Ilias.
0: Nice. Um so <laughs> we're we're doing this because uh we recorded an episode we recorded an episode a couple days ago and then we talked for a second about Kadri going to the Islanders and then of course, I think literally 12 hours later <laughs> he signs with or yeah, he signs with uh with the flames um
1: lou asked him to shave and the deal was
0: off the smoke that was it billowed in a different <laughs> direction
2: lou, lou said i'm not the smoke was Punjabi. coming from the flames i don't know why we didn't see that one
0: <laughs> lou it seems said, so obvious in retrospect the flames have oh, a new God. pope that's a better drug than mine have a new uh, have a new muslim pope named Nazim kadri <laughs> and uh yeah I uh I guess uh the I guess question number one is uh am I am I crazy or did the uh Calgary Flames lose Johnny Gaudreau, lose Matthew Kachuk, and at least in the very short term actually get better in the process? I think they, they also did. won me as
2: a fan. Yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think their two-way profile is going to improve at least. Like, they're going to be a lot better defensively, which is a pretty uh, terrifying prospect for the rest of the Pacific Division. I mean, it's a team that has Chris Tanev, uh, Rasmus Anderson, you know, Michael Backlund still an elite two-way center. Uh, Jacob Markstrom, I mean, if he could stay healthy, like, that team is not going to give up a lot. I mean, they could surrender less than two goals a game, and it wouldn't surprise me at this rate. So, we will be much less entertaining, but probably a better (laughs) team overall.
0: Yeah. I that's that was kind of my read on it too, because i I don't believe in building a team around a coach that is stupid. It doesn't make any sense, but uh, having said that, uh Daryl Sutter is a pretty good coach, and it seems like Kadri and Huberto are maybe a more natural fit on a Sutter team than well uh, maybe
1: not. I would push back on Huberto. Sure, I, mean, I don't fair think enough, it's as yeah. bad as the defensive metrics would have you believe. I think a lot of that has to do with deployments and who he's yeah. not playing with. Uh, because when you're not with Barkov, of course, your two-way data is going to suffer. Yeah, <laughs> But I do think that he's probably at least a cromulent two-way player. And I wouldn't be surprised if Sutter unlocks some, something better out of him uh, during his stay in Calgary. So that will be a fascinating storyline to see. Um, and, and certainly I think you can make the case that he's at least – a lateral move yeah. from Goodra, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. So it's it's very fascinating to see how that's going to play out.
0: It's also interesting that they uh, that you know with Kadri now, like it, it changes their their sort of makeup down the middle. They they have a lot of uh, different options now that they can that they can sort of look at. Like uh, I I don't have the Flames roster right in front of me, but I I imagine that gives them a pretty. Uh, and I also forget to like which of their new-ish guys are center versus, uh play center versus wing, but I imagine now, like, they have a, or they could roll three pretty good centers down the middle there and, and kind of... Yeah,
1: they have at least three solid ones, but once you get onto the wing on the bottom six, it gets pretty grim. Sure. You know, a lot rides on how Jacob Peltier is going to perform at camp. Right. Um, you know, we haven't been quite as high on him as a lot of... Outlets of elite prospects, but uh, you know he still could be somebody who fills in that third line role. Uh, he's got some bite, he's got some speed, he's got some skill, and if he can hold that down, then they're they're sitting they're sitting pretty. But that's a lot to ask of somebody who's been drafted what two three seasons ago. Yeah. So you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to move out some more cap and maybe look at a Sonny Milano. Ooh, you know, um, right. Evan Rodriguez is still available. I mean, that would be awesome. But yeah, that's that's like champagne problem stuff, right? Yeah. Like, you know, what would the Canucks give to only <laughs> have to change the wings on their bottom six? Uh, it's, it yeah. doesn't sound so bad when you when you put it in that light. So I think overall, it's gonna be a really solid team from top to bottom.
0: What do you? Uh, what about the term, like, uh, or the 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 contract itself, like the money and the term? I I thought he was gonna get a lot more than that, actually.
1: So did I, but the market seemed to be um, – it, it's really changed. The dynamic has shifted a lot to the point where it's almost like the NFL in terms of like money is the most valuable resource mm. to the point where you see players like Oliver Bjorkstrand moved out for just magic beans. Do you know what I mean? It, it indicates that there's not as much to go around and the middle class is what's being uh, carved out because of it, right? Like You see the stars still get paid, but I don't know if Kadri quite qualified. I think you could make a case – based on last season but that was you know first time he's produced at that that clip he
0: kind of got paid more like what you would have expected him to get paid absent last season I mean maybe yeah, a little sure. high but still like like you're still talking about a, a good two-way like second line center or whatever even oh, in the absence of, of last season so seven by seven seems particularly given what he did last uh, last year like pretty uh it seems like a pretty it kind of makes up for the giant huberdo extension i would say <laughs> yeah absolutely
1: bit. and i would say that like if if nothing else the term maybe makes up for the lack of upfront cash mm-hmm. you know what i mean like maybe he doesn't get seven seasons without uh you know taking a hit on the aav sure. but uh it's still really cool to see him get paid i mean he seems like such a cool dude and you know of course mark bark steve simmons and everyone in the toronto <laughs> media uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. doubted him. yeah uh big time mark bark to those assholes um <laughs> but no i mean he's an awesome two-way pivot he can play both phases of special teams and i think he's got like that dog in him a bit too do you know what i mean like he yeah. shows up in big games and the only obstacle so far has been that he's also been like an 80th percentile cheap player. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like he takes himself out of a lot of hockey games with like just heinous hits. Yes. Yeah. Um mm. and, you know, but he seems to have reined that in. So I think, you know, we could see, if not same production and value as last season, something close to it, or at least what he had done in the the two or three prior to it.
0: Well, and I would say too, with with Kachuk on the way out, like you you basically Re- Replaced that same, yeah, element, right. You know, like, well, yeah, he's he's the new shit disturber instead of Kachuk. Yeah, exactly. It makes up for
2: that thing we talked about last episode where, what were we? We were comparing Huberto, and I forgot what we were saying, but. We were talking. We were talking about uh, how Calgary loves its tough guys. Yes, this is going to be a little bit of a challenge for a place like Calgary fans to <laughs> yeah. fall in love with Nazem Kadri. Yeah. I am a little. But for what <laughs> reasons would that be?
1: <laughs>
2: uh, is yours. You're the guest. You're the guest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I,
1: you know what? I'm actually going to punt on that one. Um, <laughs>
2: Don't need two provinces mad at you. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I can pass on that. I already dropped like two. I already dropped two mark Bargs. Like I feel like I pushed it as much <laughs> as I can.
2: Before I before I forget, what Calgary or Alberta journalist is going to try to run him out of town?
1: Ooh. Eric Francis. Eric Francis. Eric that Francis, be, of
0: course. Yeah. Eric Francis yeah, or Francis
1: okay. Erickson. Subscribe to uh, Scorch. Yes, set. that's um, right. <laughs> you know they'll have it first when he does it.
0: Yes.
1: Uh, <laughs> But no, it's for sure Eric Francis. That guy I's such a tool. And I'm I'm glad to have that recorded and on record. So I don't um, I've never
0: heard anyone say anything nice about Eric Francis. Like there are there are people who like for for instance, like uh I like IMAC or even like Steve Simmons. Um there there will be people in the industry who will tell you like they'll be like, Oh yeah, you know, his takes are bad or whatever, but he's not such a bad guy. I've never heard that about Eric Francis. Everybody just well, shit best, Eric Francis. The best
1: line I got about uh, Steve Simmons from somebody, maybe I shouldn't be saying this, no, so that's right. my cue to say it. Yes, absolutely. But uh, was, you know, he's not such a bad guy. He's just a buffoon. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> that's, that's
0: fair. Yeah.
1: It, it also kind of tracks, I suppose, at least the buffoon part. Yeah.
0: Um, that's funny. But
1: yeah, it'll, it'll absolutely be Eric Francis. On that note, though, um, interestingly – you know, I look at this flames team, and it's like, what if they moved out Lucic? Like, they're they're clearly yeah. all in on the next one, two, three seasons. What could they do with that extra six mil? Do you know what I mean? <sighs> kind of random, but I just had that thought. thought. It's like, if, yeah. you're, if you're already this invested in this group, why don't you take that plunge? Like, knowing what what that cap space could do, and Arizona still has room. So you know, I mean, yeah, and they and just
0: moved out. They just moved out Monahan, right, to make this to make this work.
2: Well that's what I'm saying. Like Te- team
0: teams,
2: team's not paying for or the club's not paying for a new arena anytime soon. You can probably <laughs> get away with the buyout. <laughs>
1: yeah. Which is awful. Awful. I hate that uh, the people aren't paying for that. That's the just worst. Task.
0: Yeah. The, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> could
1: revitalize their downtown core.
2: I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, all right. So. I'm just disappointed it wasn't shaped like a giant novelty cowboy item. <laughs> oh, God. Nice, so pa- had, uh, nice big pair of boots, and you put, like, some powers in the boot.
1: Oh, yeah. we um, had the, the Texan dude from The Simpsons unveil it with his two uh, nine-shooters or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, you check this shit out. Check this shit out. When I was at the Holenka Gretzky, for the uh, player of the game, they handed out a white cowboy hat. And it was so funny because you'd see these <laughs> Czech, like, 17-year-olds, like, being handed this white cowboy hat after a loss. Just so dejected.
0: Oh, no. having to put it oh on, that's so
1: bad. <laughs> oh, no. It, it felt like the most humiliating, like, diplomatic offense that I'd seen in my whole that life. That is amazing. Like, I thought this was going to be a diplomatic, like, catastrophe. It's uh, just so dumb. What a stupid province.
0: <laughs> if,
2: if lively, if live leak videos from the early 2010s taught me anything, is that Milan Lucic can really revitalize a bad core. With uh... well, what <laughs> everybody caught. That. He I there's lots of the... videos of him fighting people. Oh, on of course.
1: Which, <laughs> yes. to be fair, I mean, not, if he's taking out people on Gramble like I don't hate. That.
2: Yeah, no real loss.
0: Well, yeah. he's also probably provoked. If you guys have seen, uh, uh, like out on Granville Street now, they have these, uh, these, uh, they're, they're called Good Night Out, like volunteers, or like, uh, I,
2: sure. I,
0: I don't know what their fucking title it's like is, the business, or whatever the BIA does it, or whatever. Yeah. It, it, I, I actually, because I work into the show, I work <laughs> in service, so I did the same. I did the, I've done the course as well. Um, and it's just like the idea is, uh, you're just trying to, break up like uh, just potential awkward or worse like interactions between drunk people particularly like men and yeah. women or whatever and um, yeah. I feel like the next logical step is to also hire people like Milan Lucic to just get in fights <laughs> with the drunk people um, you have to pay to
1: fight Milan Lucic <laughs> make it like an attraction yeah that, that would be great
2: Yeah, like an old time fair would be great has anyone here
1: seen uh, Nightmare Alley? No. No, but okay, I've been well, recommended be a piece of this circus. So, you know, that's my take on that. I've know. been recommended the show recently. It would be it's another perfectly good, okay.
0: Another good thing, if he if he gets tired of fighting, you could just switch the booth from like fight Milan Lucic to to one of those guess my weight <laughs> things. I feel like he would be really hard to Like <laughs> I I could not guess Milan Lucic's weight like combination of like the height and everything just yeah it would be hard it would be difficult yeah okay so last question that would work with Kyle yes that would also be good but I, I I feel like I can because it's uh specifically the Islanders that got spurned here I feel like I can actually unironically ask how does this affect the Canucks and obviously it's also a divisional rival that that signed him but I guess I'll 'll the angle I'll start with is like obviously we are pretty sure that the Islanders were a team that was interested in uh j. T. Miller. They were definitely interested in Nazem Kadri. Is there any chance that like something shakes loose now between the Canucks and the Islanders because they didn't get their wow. their plan A?
1: It would take a lot of creativity from both sides, right? Because if you're the Isles, you have about 10 mil to play with and you have to re-sign uh, <laughs> Noah Dobson and Alex Romanov. And you know how I feel about the Romanovs.
0: Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the, the easy solution there is just trade those two guys to the Canucks for JT Miller. Which is, fine. of
1: course, the dream cast out of Vancouver, yes. but I don't think that's going to happen, <laughs> yeah. right? So, like, the assets that the Canucks would want out of, out of New York, they can't get. Yeah. And and a straight up trade with the Isles isn't quite but, huh, some fans in the background. Yeah. Um, doesn't quite work because of the, the cap. So, like, it's it's a tough one. They probably have to take on Anthony Beauvillier in, in return. Um, I don't Midnight, hate that. No, but I don't hate it. But it would be like a reclamation and a bit of a cap. Dump, yeah. Right. Like yeah. if all of Strand is a cap bump. Oh, and it's definitely Anthony a Rovillier cap dump, but... It's yeah. absolutely a cap dump, but maybe you recoup some value and move him at the deadline. Yeah, yeah, exactly, salary. yeah. Or the value of Miller increases like threefold if you retain half on him, mm-hmm. at which point Dodson may be within the realm of possibility, but probably
2: not. Look, you think Lou Lamorello, the guy who, who would never sign Kadri because he's a Muslim, you think he's going to trade for JT Miller, a Palestinian? <laughs> 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 Sorry, you guys, did that one up for me. I well, like... I'm going to have
1: to expand my Mark Barg list if that's if that's what's holding this up because uh, we, I wouldn't stand for that. But no, I mean,
0: <laughs> it is so funny that he was born in a town in Ohio called East Palestine. I love there's a that. Lot of, there's a lot of. I am honestly surprised
1: it hasn't gotten renamed. Yeah, if I knew about that at the time of the trade, I would have given it a glowing review. Yeah, there's, so, ma-
2: there's so many little towns like that. Like, there's a Moscow in like Alabama or something. But these Idaho. These, these places, Idaho. Okay, yeah, these, there's a Southland in, in Ohio too. That's in wild. Um, well done.
0: All right, so, uh, okay, what about uh, expanding past the Islanders? Uh, obviously, it's tough to say. Like. Who was in? Who else was in on Kadri? Who else was hoping for Kadri? I imagine there were more teams that thought maybe they had a shot to get him than just the Islanders and the Flames. So, uh, do you just apply that question to any other team? Do you think there's any chance now that something shakes loose with some other team that we don't know about? I mean, Minnesota
1: came up during the season as a special destination. And I think it could make sense, but only if the Canucks retained because of their precarious uh, salary position, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, they, they can't fit him otherwise. Um, but then you also run into the question of who do you want from Minnesota? And if you look at that right side, like, maybe you can get Kalen, Kalen Addison. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can get Brock Faber, which would be ideal. Um, so they, just, they just got him from uh, the LA Kings. So... I mean, that's one team I would keep an eye on, even if it's a bit clunky and I don't see how they work it out. Um, maybe Colorado, if again, if they retain on, on JT. So, I mean, those two are the first to come to mind.
0: I mean, that would make sense. They just lost Cadre, so And yeah. they're another team, too, that, like, they will take the year of JT Miller and then let him go sign somewhere mm. else. Like, they're, they're contenders. That's the stage they're you at. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and maybe you get Alex Newhook out of it. Like, that, that would be, be a pretty be sweet deal. Tasty. Uh, yeah. But you would have to fully retain to make that happen. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's strange because I don't get the sense the Canucks have an appetite to do that. Weird. I'm not sure why yeah. because it's one season. Um, but, I mean, I don't think we've heard anything to indicate they are open to that possibility. So, until we do, I mean, it's, it's hard to say if that'll happen.
0: Yeah, it's been uh, – I, I haven't been able to get a read on what they're – what they are trying to do at all so far. So I guess we'll we'll just have to see. <laughs> they haven't done much. Yeah. Um, anything else, boys?
2: I, I think I think that's good. I don't think any yeah. other important hockey event happened in the last week. It Right now is August uh, 22nd or something. And, yeah, I can't name yeah. a single one.
0: No, nah, yeah. me neither.
2: Yeah, no. Are there any pending uh, hockey things fine. that we should talk about so we can make them happen next week or –
1: <laughs>
0: uh, well, um, notably Milano to the Canucks uh, JT Miller has still not been traded Yeah, so and... it looks like he's
1: just going to be with the Canucks forever An extension might be on the way We'll, we'll come back to the beach if this happens
0: <laughs> Alright, thanks guys Alright, thanks. <laughs> thanks for having me Thanks uh,
1: Stop recording